Are you, Are you ready? ready? Let's go! Don't you sometimes just want to talk about everything? You know, there's days when you can just talk, 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 about anything. Need to sit back and chat about nothing at all? Nothing but Julie. Coming at you with fun and creative topics and interviews. Did you hear Julie's podcast? She's got the greatest topic. I did. I love it. Come join the chat about everything, anything, and nothing. So unwind and tune in to Nothing But Julie. Great topics and cool interviews. With some pretty awesome people. And now, without further delay, here's Nothing But Julie. Hi, everybody. It's Julie Schrager, Nothing But Julie podcast. Hope you're all doing great. I have a treat for you guys today. My friend Hillary, we go way, 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 way back. We've known each other, I think, maybe since middle school or or camp. And her name is Hillary Meisner. And I'm so happy uh, that she's joined me today because she started a new venture in her life that uh, I'm really excited about. Hey, Hillary. How hey, you doing? Julie. Thanks for having me on. So how far back do we go? I always I forget. I think it's day camp. I really do. I think oh it's God. day camp. I think it it's probably elementary school that we... Well, you know what? I moved to Melville when I was in sixth grade and went to Sunquam. Is that... Didn't you go to a different... Yeah, I was... Oh, I had a, an interesting story because I was at... Um, you probably you wouldn't know it. It was Hills and Hills closed and then they mm-hmm. split everybody up into different elementary schools. So I finished out in Pominock and then to Candlewood. So okay. so then it was I probably was either, you know, right before middle school or middle school, depending on when you ended up in camp. But yeah, that's how we met. I think that's how we met. I think we met at day camp. <laughs> yeah, I mean I definitely remember that. But and, and I remember high school, but honestly, I don't remember much about middle school <laughs> at all. Do you? I, I find it hard to remember much about middle school in just in you general. Know, I remember very little. I remember some teachers, but you know, like now mm-hmm. that with Facebook and everything, how you able to connect with so many from our past. Sure. Sometimes I don't remember if I if I knew someone from middle school, if it was from high school, I'm just like, Oh, from growing up. I know, <laughs> I know. exactly. Point, we right? go way back from, from when we were kids. All right, guys. So let me tell you a little bit of why I'm interviewing Hillary. I, I actually find what she's doing fascinating and, and she's very, very good at it. And she's going to speak to you a little bit about it. So let me, let me give you a little snippet on her bio. Again, her name is Hillary Meisner. And she's a certified health and nutrition coach committed to helping those looking for a balance between nutrition and leading a healthy lifestyle that includes all the foods we all love. She helps clients disengage, I love this, from diet culture and realize their full potential to live their true vision of themselves. And she also goes on to say the work, and I I believe this too, working with a coach provides guidance, motivation, and accountability it's also a proven method to harness the change that so many people are looking for. It's like a one-on-one, which is great. And she does have her own personal health journey, which is filled with many battles from yo-yo dieting to food allergies and diabetes. And those struggles inspired her to become a certified coach and help people so they don't have to experience the frustrations and confusion 
of the diet culture of today. And man, is there a diet culture. Oh my gosh, is there ever, you know, it, it upsets me so much. And here's just like a recent thing that happened, which, and it's so fresh in my mind that I actually posted on Instagram and Facebook about it. You know, I'm mm. in Facebook groups and on Instagram and somebody posted about a food that they are touting about for weight loss. Well, there's no one food for weight loss. Let's just be real there. But they said, this person said she didn't like it. Somebody in the group responded, well, keep eating it. You'll see the weight happen. Or oh, I remember what it was. It was, it was the uh, Bulletproof <laughs> coffee. The girl didn't like Bulletproof coffee. She didn't like, not the brand, but putting the butter or the oil in the coffee, um, which is a very keto um, way of weight loss. And um, sorry, keto philosophy of, you know, promoting weight loss okay. and whatnot. And she said, I just can't get behind it. And somebody said, well, when the weight starts falling off, you'll start to love it. And it just blew my mind. I was just, I was dumbfounded by this. No, if you don't like butter in your coffee or you don't want MCT oil, which is coconut oil in your coffee, right? don't do it. It's, you know, I mean, it, it's just, it's mind boggling yeah, I get to that. me. And maybe because, you know, maybe because I'm older, um, that no, life is just too short to eat foods you don't like. Um, bad dieting, things like that. They No, no, just no. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I do have to say there's a lot of truth behind um, I don't like fad mm-hmm. diets because they're just that. Yeah. And it's not, they're just not realistic. You have to be as realistic as you can because what happens after you've lost all the weight, you're looking great, and now, you know, you want to continue living your life but it, the unrealisticness of a fad diet is really, it's just unrealistic. So how do you now continue to maintain that weight when, you know, maybe you were just using that diet for weight loss? Okay, so now what? You need something that, you know, you're just going to be able to continue with for the rest of your life to maintain a healthy lifestyle. 1,000%. And that, that's why I think coaching, and I think that's why coaching, uh, you know, with you is is such a great idea because not only do you have, the experience and, and stories under your belt from the yo-yo dieting you said you experienced, but, but also the diabetes. And there are people out there that do have health concerns mm-hmm. or health issues that you could either relate to or, or help them through, you know, with the coaching. So that, that brings me to my, my first question. And, and we kind of already, you know, touched on it, but was there one particular reason why you became a health coach? I wouldn't say it was one particular reason. It was probably just like a culmination of things through my personal journey. So, um, you know, growing up, I was not a diabetic. I'm what's called an LADA diabetic, which is a late onset diabetes. Um, you know, a lot of people still think of diabetes in in a juvenile or, or adult. And no, there is type one and there is type two. So technically I fall under the type one but since I was diagnosed in my mid thirties, um, it's late onset. The issue for me was the, um, the guidance really, you know, mm. the endocrinologist and it's, it's no fault to my doctor. I'm still with the same doctor. I adore him. I think he's wonderful, but the medical community, you know, think about this. You go into a doctor's office. How much time do they spend with you? And how much of that time is on nutrition? Not a lot, right? And the reason being is, number one, it's not a focus in medical school. Number two, 
they're checking boxes for the insurance company and there's no box to check about in, you know, educating on insurance. So even if they can send you to a dietitian or if you go to a nutritionist, it all falls under that same kind of umbrella of the level of guidance. And I didn't find that from the medical community of what I was looking for. The dietitian that I initially worked with, um, because I did have gestational diabetes with both of my pregnancies, mm. um, okay. she basically gave me like guidelines, like eat the orange, eat the apple. I, what if I don't want an orange? What if I don't want an apple? You know, right. so becoming a health coach, um, I teach people to have the confidence to make that choice. If you want the orange or if you want the apple, if you want the cookie or if you want the piece of cake, how does that all fit in and still align with your goals, whatever those goals are. And for some, the goals are, is weight loss. For some, it's just getting healthier. For some, it's, okay. you know, I, all of a sudden as we get older and as we age, our cholesterol levels, you know, change. So our diets have to match what's going on with our bodies. And that's where a coach comes in. And that's what I do. I yeah. love it. I, and I think that, you know, for me, uh, I know certainly if I need any kind of help or education, you're the first Aww. person I'd reach out to. And not only being a friend and someone I know, but I, I, I like, and the trust, yeah. I like the one-on-one and, and the, the being able to, you know, ask you questions that, and as absurd as they might be, <laughs> they might not, they might not be absurd in your mind because you might've gone through it you you know you just have more of a an idea I would say of what people might be going mm-hmm. through than they than they really realize you know and you've got such a such a past history with it you know I would love to see what like you eat in the course of the day <laughs> we could talk about that I know I, <laughs> I know, um, I know. You know I'm, I'm not, like such a chocolate I, people look at me sometimes and you know I, I enjoy wine there's a lot of sugars in wine um but I'll you know yeah but it's how, how you lay it out. And, you know, think of it mm-hmm. like a bank, you know, you have so much money in the bank though, you know, that's like your calories or, or your carbs, whatever you're counting, however you're monitoring it, however you're looking at it, you know, you can only eat so much in a day. So that's your money. Once that money or the paycheck is gone, you're done. You know, you know, it's not mm-hmm. people, people have a tendency to snack too much, overeat too much, but when you're working one-on-one with a coach and what is so great about any coach that offers what I offer um, is that accountability and support. And when people work with me in my one-on-one programs, either we meet weekly or bi-weekly, depending on what you as the client needs, um, because I'm here to support you where you are in your journey. And you know, you could be in the store and looking, you wanted to buy crackers and you're looking at the boxes going, which, oh my gosh, which ones do I buy? Which ones do I buy? (laughs) So you text me, here's the label of this, here's the label of this, but I'm not going to tell you, you know, pick A. I'm going to tell you pick A and I'm going to tell you why A is a better choice for you. And A might not be a better choice for, you know, your friend or what, you know, depends on your um, your health assessment, which is one of the things that I do with my clients when they first come to work with me, is we have a, an hour conversation where we talk about your health history, your journey, what's worked for you, what hasn't worked for you, and you know where you are right now, where are your struggles, and that's something you don't get from just going to a doctor. And you can't even, you know, that's you can't call true. a doctor and be like, "Which crackers am I purchasing today?" <laughs> 
I know that's that's what I was saying before. So is is there like any one common denominator with your clients or is everybody unique and different with their their lives and their needs? Um yes to both. It, you know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a double-edged question. Everybody is unique in their their journey. Um, you know, are there common denominators? Yes. Has have most people been on and off of fad diets? A hundred percent. Um, do they realize that fad diets don't work? hundred percent. And, and yes, fad diets or books and things like that are, are designed for you to succeed in the short term. So they will work in that respect. However, it's now implementing these restrictions because they're very restrictive. What I teach, which is what, um, you know, people, why people come to me is that, you learn to take those foods you love, the pizza, the wine, the chocolate, the cookies, the cakes, whatever it is for you. And you learn how to keep that in your life. So, you know, some people look at treat days and cheat days. Personally, for me, that doesn't work. Because if I look at the cheat day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can eat everything today. I would rather (laughs) have, you know, a piece of chocolate every night, which is something I do. I have a piece of chocolate every night because it's what I like. Um, and some other common things that people have are the, the snacking. Um, that's, that's probably that's the main um, area of concern that people have. They say that they have no control when they snack or they don't know what to snack on or things like yes, that. The what to, yes, the what to – yes, I have got to tell you, um, the what to snack on, um, it, it could – I know for me – it's been like a learning experience. Mm-hmm. And, and my sister, mm-hmm. you know, Marlo, she is like, I mean, she, she's always given me really good advice about things because she's always been more organic than me, more healthy than me. And it's kind of eventually gotten to a point now where I eat very healthy, but I love <laughs> snacking and I'm, I'm a grazer. So like, you know, I, I don't, eat- I was going to ask you that. Are you a grazer? Yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I was a grazer and I stopped for a while. And then because I was working, mm-hmm. working, so I was stuck having three meals anyway. Um, so I got back to grazing. So the only meal I really have is okay. dinner. Um, but the witching hour is like around seven thirty eight mm-hmm. for me. But, but my sister, uh, told me about these amazing, um, snacks from, I think it's simple mills and uh, most all of their stuff is made with, um, almond mm-hmm. flour and doesn't have any grains. And cause Marla's on this, this kick about, um, you know, not having grains. And it, I've got to tell you, she wanted to lose a few more pounds. And she said, when she dropped the grains, mm-hmm. it just, you know, but it's definitely better. And I'm like, okay, I go to Whole Foods. I, I probably spent a thousand dollars on, on simple meals. I came <laughs> with everything with, like, they make, <laughs> everything they made. And I'm like, Hey, do they have cereal? Let me go see if they have. And my, my, I have my son and my husband and they literally started eating all of my stuff and I almost flipped out, but they liked it. And it, I can still snack if I want to on things like that. Like, you know, they have these cheddar crackers, but, but again, in moderation, mm-hmm. it's not like I'm going to eat the whole bag. Right. You I know? mean, that's the key. The moderation is key. Your portion control is key. And, you know, simple swaps to, um, to help with those cravings, you know, like people go and they, they, they see healthy on the label or they think in general, I'll use yogurt 
because that's a big thing, right? right. Yogurt is healthy. Right. <laughs> um, so instead of buying the yogurt with the fruit on the bottom, buy a plain yogurt and add your own fruit. I mean, you're still getting added sugars in there. Don't like, don't get me wrong. And um, but by taking out the jelly at the bottom and putting in your own berries mm-hmm. or even making your own berry compote, you're controlling that added sugar. And that levels out your cravings that will, um, right. you know, help with the, um, the snacking. Cause you're, you're getting the fiber from the, the whole fruit, like berries have fiber in them. So, right. That, so right. You're full. And when you have more of a complete snack or a complete meal, which has your protein, your fat, your, um, your carbs, and it, it keeps you fuller. So if whether you're a grazer or whether you like to eat meals, because I work with um, people who who are both, I, depending on the day, I'm usually a grazer. I like to eat a little bit as I go. Um, And it also keeps my blood sugars a lot more steady. I was, I was just going to say that. Yeah. And it keeps you fueled, Mm -hmm. like constant fueling, whereas some people have that kind of blood sugar drop. Right. And that's, you know, know? to that point, March is um, nutrition awareness month. And it's exciting for me because this is my month where I put out all sorts of goodies for everybody because it's, you know, it's a great tie-in, right? National Nutrition Month. So um, like this week, I put out a challenge where um, I'm asking people to look for their triggers. So it could be, you know, a trigger as far as when you're going for that snack, right? Um, the nighttime witching hour could be after you've closed up the kitchen and you've, you've done dinner and you're about to sit down on the couch, but you go and you grab your cookies or you go and you grab, you know, a a bag of chips or something. That's your trigger. So if you identify those triggers and you know, when it's happening, you can actually, you know, think forward and make a change. So, okay, I know I'm going to want something salty. I can swap out my chips for maybe I'll have celery with some dip because celery is salty and it'll give me that salt and that crunch that I'm looking for. You know what right. I mean? Um, and so next week on Monday, I'm going to you know launch a challenge about adding more whole foods. But here's what I want to share with you and the listeners. Um, on March 15th, I am launching a five-day um, lo- Facebook Live workshop called Sugar Smashers where for five days, I'm going to pop on and haven't figured out quite out the time yet, but I will be posting that on my page. Um, where I'm going to talk live about smashing sh- the refined sugars out of your diet. Because as a society, we, that's really where our big problem is because sugars are carbs and we just eat too much of them. Um, but the five days are, you know, the first day is, can you live without all that added sugar? The answer is yes. Um, knowing where the sugars are and how many different names there are for sugar on a label um, and, you know, figuring out how best to plan your day or a week or whatever with those sugars. That's day two. Day three is um, offering ways that you can cut back. Day four is dealing with cravings and swaps, which we're talking about. And then five is putting it all together. So it's just a free workshop that I'm offering because it's, it's definitely the biggest pain point that my clients face. Yeah. And it's not, it's not a very easy habit to kick. And I, I'm a, I'm a big, you know, I love chocolate, mm-hmm. love, love chocolate, chocolate. <laughs> right. But 
I, 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 I had to get a handle on it. I mean, it was like, I, I it just was bad, mm-hmm. like, you know, obsessed with it. Well, you know, and I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. Well, sugar, it, it lights up our brains and we go on that roller coaster, right? Cause you, you want more. Mm. Well, that's just it. And I, I was like a shark, you know, like my eyes would like roll up and I would just keep eating <laughs> without realizing like how much I had eaten. And many years ago, I started, I tried the paleo diet. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, wasn't a diet. It would, to me, it was more of a way mm-hmm. of life, just changing kind of the ways I cooked things I cooked with. And part of that was having to stop all the sugars and the sweets. And I went in, I just went, you know, head first. And you know what? It really wasn't as hard as I thought it was going to be for me to kind of put a stop to the sugars. Cause I did it. Like I weaned myself off slowly to the point where I got to where you just said I would just have a piece of chocolate at night. And that's still how I am today. I don't really do paleo 100% mm-hmm. because I've incorporated other things. But I, I went to Trader Joe's the other day and I bought their dark chocolate truffle bar. <laughs> and next time I'll pick that one up. I buy their. Uh, you have to get it. It's ridiculous. I buy their and so, cups, like, which are delicious. Ooh. Yes. Have you ever gone to Whole Foods and purchased the, the, um, what is it? Justin's peanut butter cups. Yes. Um, well, one of my Ugh. daughters has a, um, she's got, she's allergic to all nuts. So when I, yeah, oh. so that's part of where the allergy has come in because um, when she was first diagnosed, we didn't know. Basically the only allergen she was tolerating, even though she was technically allergic to it was soy. So I had to learn ways around cooking, um, egg substitutes. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. She was not allergic to wheat. So I had to learn egg substitutes. Um, you know, we had to put in dairy substitutes. All I, I, my kitchen became a science experiment where I would make, you know, she'd go to a party and I'd have to make my own brownies to bring with her, to bring for her or cakes to bring with her. Cause I never knew what was in mm. anything. So thankfully um, right. now she's outgrown everything and it's just all nuts. So hence the sun butter. Um, which is, you know, a great mm. replacement for peanut butter. But when I am out and about by myself, yeah. yes, I do indulge in some good peanut butter because I love me some <laughs> peanut butter. <laughs> but you know what? It's like you were saying, as long as it's in mm-hmm. moderation. And and today I was visiting my sister's in from New York and I, I was visiting her. She's staying at my parents' house. And she's like, oh, do you want, you know, a peanut butter cup? I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. So she gives me the peanut butter cup, right? Me and my mom pop it in our mouths and we're just like, oh, this is so good, right? Marlo takes a little bite, <laughs> a little bite. And then she puts the rest of it down in the foil and she goes, when we come back, I'll have the rest. And I'm like, you suck. <laughs> like, I'm just like, how do you do that? And and the thing of it is, is like, I don't, I really wanted to have the whole thing, but guess what? That's it for right. me. Like I will have the whole thing and that'll be it. But I remember when we were younger, we would get the um, Cadbury cream eggs yeah. around this time <laughs> yeah. of year. And Marlo would take like a bite or two and she would wrap the rest of it up. And then she would have a little bit later on. And there I was, you know, slurping that egg yolk. I mean, I we're just so opposite like that even still today. But anyway, moving on. That's <laughs> really crap, but it's so, it's so good. So now this is what I would like to know. Is there a reason why the clients will come to work with you maybe versus other people? Do you do things differently or is there something that, you know, you, I know it's the personal touch, but is there something that you could tell me? You know, I think part of the reason is that although I'm a big, my lifestyle, my personal lifestyle is I eat mostly Mediterranean diet. I would say I'm like a Mediterranean paleo kind of person, Um, but I focus low sugar, low carb. That's me. Um, But 
if you came to me and said, I'm not cutting out a single carb and you, I want you to help me. Okay, well, let's work with this and figure out how we're going to do it. So, you know, just because I live my life one way doesn't mean that I have blinders on and can't see what works for you in your lifestyle. You know, um, there are people that constantly eat on the go. I mean, I, I definitely feel that, you know, the more you cook at home and the more meals you eat that you've made in your kitchen, the better off you're going to be. But then again, mm. I have clients that don't cook, period, end of discussion. There is no, you know, yeah. there is no, no negotiable there. <laughs> so we have to work within the parameters and not everybody can do that. Um, I can imagine that would be a bit hard, especially for those that work full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, I mean, I don't, I don't know if they're working from home, but still it, it's, I, I remember when I was working full time, how mm-hmm. hard it was to, to make meals, you right. know. I didn't always have the time and let alone, you know, trying to come up with healthy meals. It's, it's a challenge. A hundred percent. It's a challenge. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's interesting as people go on their journey with me, how, you know, your mind, you, you have a mind shift where yeah. when my job is to take you from point A, where you are to point B, where you want to go. And I need to figure out how to get you there through all the little roadblocks and the bumps in the road that are going to happen. And that's what a health coach really does. Um, And a nutrition coach will guide you through the nutritional pitfalls that people fall into. Um, And a lot of it is taking, you know, anybody can Google anything, right? You have all the information at your fingertips. I decipher it and talk to you about what works for you. And the feedback that you give me creates that personalized plan. So it's your personalized roadmap, roadmap that we work with. I love it. I, I, I think, like I was saying earlier, I think it's so much more important to have someone that, like you said, you can call in the supermarket mm-hmm. or text and ask, you know, like, wh- what does this ingredient mean? Or, you know, what should I do? Because when you have someone that's not really like that, or you don't feel like you, you have that close relationship, it, 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 it all it does, I would imagine, is kind of push you further away from your journey instead of having someone that's really there for you, that's going to always be there for you with your journey and help you. Because, you know, when you're first starting out, I can imagine it's a lot of questions mm-hmm. when when you're telling them, well, you should, you know, maybe you should look at this and look at that. And and when they do, I, I know that th- there are certain ingredients that might be identical to others, but might have just a totally different name. And if you can pronounce it, people say, yeah. oh, okay, well then this has got to be good. Right. But meanwhile, you don't realize that it's just as bad as like saturated. Yeah. <laughs> you just, you know, you just don't know. Oh, I wanted to ask yeah. you when you cook, mm-hmm. do you cook with oil, mm-hmm. butter, mm-hmm. and what, <laughs> yes. what do you think? Yes. Is the, yeah, I know me too. I know. Um, I just, I, I, I started cooking more with avocado oil over the last few years, just because of the higher right. burn point. Excellent. But but I do, I do sometimes do half and half, like half, I use the Kerrygold butter and sometimes avocado oil, but I was curious if, you know, how do you, what do you normally cook with and do you fry versus bake? I will aim to, well, I will aim to bake over fry. Um, because fat it's higher in calorie and, um, You know, overall, even though I'm not, I, I, I don't work with my clients on counting calories. We don't count calories. We don't count carbs. We count what your breakout is at a meal. So 
Okay. Um, you know, because it, counting gets crazy and then it's a whole load of tracking. But the thing of it is, if you are going to be that um, diligent and track, if you bite it, you have to write it. So if it's a bite of a chicken <laughs> nugget, you have to write it. If it's that extra oh, wow. M&M or that <laughs> M&M or those three M&Ms, because you don't realize you had a bite of a chicken nugget. Actually, you had four chicken nuggets that were on your kid's plate. Then, you know, you stopped for coffee and you had um, a munchkin or something. You know, you don't realize all those oh little God. things yeah. that you just <laughs> pop in your mouth. They add That's up. Very and, true. and then people, you know, yeah. they say, I, I don't know. I ate on point this week. I don't know why my scale isn't moving. Well, you no. Know, unless we've hit a plateau, <laughs> the answer is no. You ate something somewhere. Some Something somewhere just isn't right. I mean, it. It, right. it's talking like a week or two. Um, but as, <laughs> as far as, you know, preparing a baking is definitely a way to save some calories. It's um, definitely healthier. Not to say that I, you know, fried foods work sometimes too. It's everything um, is a balance. Agreed. It is. And, and I know we said moderation mm-hmm. too. And, and, you know, I think also, because and I, well, this is very true. I know because of COVID, lots more people um, are cooking in their home. Me especially, I I've gotten some more pots yeah. and pans, and and you know uh, started with you know newer recipes. Mm-hmm. I would say, and my, as I've as my husband has gotten older, he found out that he has IBS, and mm-hmm. you know I have had to. We we touched on this subject mm-hmm. a while back, and so I have. I have been determined to, you know, cook the healthiest meals that are digestible with him. And every time I cook now, he is perfectly fine. He doesn't have any kind of reaction. But when we go out for dinner, he thinks that, oh, you know, we're out Mm. to dinner and, you know, I can indulge. And I'm like, no, because you are not going to be in the bathroom for the next three hours (laughs) So, not to get so personal, I'm but sure you know what I mean. It's like just, that. <laughs> I know. I, I don't listen to this podcast, honey. No, but I'm just saying, and and it's true because you just don't know, like what kind of oils they're using, or you know exactly what the ingredients are that restaurants are cooking with, and that's why I love I love cooking at home because you can manage, you know, what it is that you're doing. Uh, I mean, as a diabetic, I and there's nothing wrong with doing what I'm about to say. I ask questions ask your waiter questions or your waitress questions. Um, I, I need to, I, I'm insulin dependent. So when I eat a meal, I need to calculate or estimate how many carbs I'm eating because my pancreas isn't going to give me the insulin that I need where your body just says, okay, incoming, I'm going to release some insulin. Um, so I ask questions. And if something's got a sauce, I put the sauce on the side because I need to, I need to control the carbs, which is the sugars and the grains and the starches. I need tight control on that because if I give myself too much insulin, I will go low. And if I, um, you know, if I don't give myself enough, I go high. So it's, you know, it's a very big balanced game that I have to play. Um, But I think, you know, there's nothing wrong with asking questions. There's nothing wrong with asking for the waiter not to bring the bread to the table because it's too tempting or getting the sauce on the side or your dressing on the side or if, you know, a salad comes with the dried cranberries, getting those on the side. So you control the ingredients. You control what you're eating and how much of it you're eating. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. And you're, you know, in relation to your husband, you definitely don't want to be, you know, 
feeling <laughs> not well <laughs> after a nice well meal i mean out. can you imagine I know it's like you finally, you know, go out, you find a restaurant where you're, you know, it's socially distanced, you're not on top of each other. Yeah. Right. And it's like, great, we're finally out. And then your tragedy hits later in in the night. And it's just, you know, it's but but he's learned how to maintain it Mm -hmm. better. And I've I've learned how to cook more healthfully. And I just I think that, you know, going out to restaurants, like you said. And you need to know, you know, exactly what you're getting. And sometimes, you know, if, if there's an issue, no matter how much you want to eat it, you have to know your mm-hmm. body and, and, you know, but, um, I, I did want to ask you, how do your clients work with you? Um, well, they work with me primarily one-on-one, um, which we okay. talked about before, which, you know, like the benefits again are, you know, um, access to me, a personalized journey, um, you know, based on where you are, um, broken out on your nutritional needs and things like that. Um, and every, uh, so often during the year, I offer a group coaching, um, a group coaching program where people sign up and they're part of a, uh, a private Facebook group. That's only for the members of this challenge that we're, you know, whatever it is, like a, like a summer slim down or whatever, um, weight loss challenge it is. I love that. And, um, from there, if somebody does want some private one-on-one coaching, I usually sell a VIP package where you can get some private one-on-one coaching during that. It's usually like a 21 day. It's like a short little, um, boost, uh, around times when people are looking to kick off that, you know, that journey, you know, uh, when people are really in that mindset, such as New Year's or we're getting ready for summer and things like that. And, um, you yeah. know, group coaching is great because you've got, you know, the peer to peer people that are experiencing the same problems. But it's really for people who are self-motivated um, and will stick to the outline of the program themselves. And then they'll realize that success. Um, I also have, you know, my business page on Facebook, the Meisner method, where I am constantly showing up and um, dropping tips and hacks for people um, about, you know, ways to benefit themselves on their wellness journey. And I also have a private Facebook group for people that are interested in embracing the low carb, low sugar lifestyle, which is actually the name of the uh, group. I'm so glad you brought that up because that was the last thing I was going to discuss with you um, because you had said earlier Mm -hmm. that March is Nutrition Awareness Mm -hmm. Month and the weekly challenges that um, you're going to be offering. But I, I, well, you said the the Sugar Smashers also, that workshop on March 15th. So um, tell tell everyone again uh, your varying social media um, names and your websites so they can, uh, you know, go to them and, and be aware and, and get in touch Excellent. with you. Thank you. Um, yeah. Well, my website is themeisnermethod.com. Um, and on my website, I have my bio, um, tells you a little bit about me, a little bit about what you can gain working with me one-on-one. Um, you can also sign up for my newsletter and my blog. Um, I also right now have a freebie download called Sugar Sleuth, which is going to tie into the Sugar Smashers for day two, really, primarily knowing those hidden names. All those hidden names are outlined in that giveaway. And um, if you download it before March 15th, you'll automatically get the emails, the daily emails throughout that five-day challenge 
uh, motivational emails a bit and, and some, you know, exciting tips. Yeah. And um, I love that. Again, I have that private Facebook group. If somebody is focusing on a low sugar, low carb lifestyle, um, they can request to join that because it is a private Facebook community for like-minded people. And I have my business page um, on Instagram and Facebook, the Meisner method. I'm the same everywhere. And um, they can show up, check it out. Hopefully learn something. I love that name, by the way, the Meisner method. It's such a great (laughs) name. I mean, really, it's perfect. Um, Well, thank you, Hillary. This has been really great. And, you know, guys, I'm... uh, reach out to her because she's really that good. And, and you know what, when you're looking for a health coach, you definitely want more of a personal touch and, and the one-on-one. So check out all of her, you know, her social media pages, her websites, and, and you can download the things that she said. And don't forget about the uh, March B nutrition awareness, awareness yeah. month and the free challenges that she's going to have for you guys. And uh, again, I'm Julie Schrager, nothing but Julie podcast. You can find me on all streaming platforms and uh, thanks Hillary. Thanks for having me, Julie. All right. You take care.